Howdy stickies! Oh my god, I don't know what I'm saying! Wow, okay, I mean, howdy stickies! Welcome back to another fun and exciting episode. We've got our chopsticks, sorry about that, of the Stick with Kaji podcast. I'm Luann. I'm Sean. You can follow me on Instagram here at Luann Kaji, where I try to post fun things that I do when I'm not recording the fun podcast. I know it's fun, right? So yeah, let's stick to today's topic, which is the review of Lightyear movie from Pixar, but it is inspired by the Buzz Lightyear toy from Toy Story. So so we watched the movie together, right, along with Ryan. So today we're going to tell you guys just our spoiled review thoughts and feelings. So if you have not seen the movie, click off. You know, after you guys got a chance to watch the movie and then you watch this this video to see if you guys agree with us or disagree with us, you know, mm-hmm. so stuff like that. So again, it is a spoiled review. Okay. So first let's do a quick recap on the movie in case you guys want a refresher or if you fell asleep during the movie like somebody did. Okay, I didn't um, fall asleep until the end. So I just don't remember how it ended. <laughs> So if you're like that, then, you know, watch this section. When you first came in and watched a movie, right? There is a little caption that said, this movie, right, was the movie that Andy watched when he was little, which inspired him wanting to buy the Buzz Lightyear toy. So in my mind, you know, I'm thinking, oh, so this is the movie that Andy himself from Toy Story watched when he was five or, sorry, when he was six or seven years old. So I thought it would be a little bit more joyful and then more like an upbeat space movie. Uh, but it turns out just my first impression of the light year was like Halo kind of. Right. Just kind of just the way the design yeah. of the world and the color scheme. It kind of reminds me of Halo. Right. I mean, it's a fantastic, stunning visual movie, right? The problem is I just could... Okay, different thoughts and opinions here. I thought it was beautifully made the problem was i just cannot see a six-year-old loving this movie like this is his favorite movie in the world i just can't see unless he's just way mature for his age i mean but you think about it like when the star wars the first one came out you know you know, it's something that the grown-ups likes, but then also kids loved it too. The toy oh, sales true. were great too. True. So I can see maybe the, the movie itself was kind of made, mm. you know, for both parents and kids to love it, but maybe mainly parents, I you know. See. I just didn't see it. I feel as if when you first got in, Buzz Lightyear was already in the Star Command. You know, I was hoping, because I didn't watch the trailer coming in, so I... In my perspective, I was hoping a movie about how Buzz Lightyear become a, a space ranger. Mm. You know, like how he trained or what would inspire him to be one. And I wasn't expecting him to already be a space ranger, you know? Mm. Yeah, my, uh, one thing that stri- uh, struck, uh, struck me was the, uh, the personality of Buzz. It's very different from the, uh, the original Toy Story Buzz. And right. I think they intentionally did that because, you know, one is a toy design based on the movie buds so they wanted to differentiate that that's why the voice actor is different one is chris yeah. evan for the newest one and the other one is a tim allen and so they're trying to also make that you know differentiation but to me i don't know i kind of missed the comedic buzz from the right. toy the toy story so i've crash landed on a strange planet the impact must have awoke me from hypersleep 
This one, I feel like the, his personality is, I don't know, it's just not really memorable. Yeah, the, this bus, the movie bus, is a lot more mature, right? And the movie itself is, I feel as if it's more dark tone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess there's a big debate on why isn't t Tim Allen doing the voiceover. Because, you know, from my point of view, I, you know, I, I get why they chose Chris Evan, which he did a great job. The problem is... If you're saying that this movie, you know, inspired the toy, right? You know, even if you get Spider-Man toy or uh, Iron Man toy, you know, a lot of them, I mean, has the voice actor in it as the voice, right? So even it depends our, on the toy, but yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. even our toys, you know, if we say Red Titan toy, whatever, or Combo Panda toy, is it has the actual character's voice in it, not somebody else. Me and Combo are gonna go on a camping trip. Okay. I think it's okay because either way, Tim Allen, you know, because time has passed, so he he's a lot older than when right. he did the originally did the Buzz Lightyear year in Toy Story. So for him to play that character Buzz in what like looks like a, he's like thirties, yeah. right? The Buzz in the the, the recent movie might, might be a little bit also difficult to match right. up to. Yeah. True. Okay, so let's recap the summary right quick, and then you and then we can tell you guys our full thoughts and opinion. So. Buzz Lightyear, right, was in the Star Command. Him and his best friend, Alicia, right, um, stumble upon this sort of new alien planet, right? Mm. And they explore the planet with their new recruit and then found out that they were uninhibitable life form on there, right, attacking them. So they had to try to go back to their vessel, but then Buzz kind of, you know, blew up the vessel and so they have to stay on the planet to try to do some repair. And then in the meantime, while they're repairing everything, they built like a little community there. And Buzz volunteer himself to try to test out the hyperspace, right? And, and then it was unsuccessful every time. So every time that he tests out the hyperspace, his four minutes in space equivalent to four years here on this new planet. But Socks, how long were we gone? Meow, 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 meow. 62 years, seven months, and five days. So hyperspace, like he's like traveling in like a very fast speed, almost right. the speed of light. I and mean, then I guess while he's doing that, I guess he the time he spent on that at the high speed is different from the, the you know the other people on the planet. So he is in a way, he's like time traveling, yes. right? Yeah. So when he comes back from the mission every time after he fails. The time is different. Like it, already, the time had passed on the planet for like what four years, eight years. Right. Everybody's aging. Right. So his best friend is now married. Right. And then he comes back, and now she has a kid. And then she can come back next time, and her son is grown up and has another kid. And so now she has a granddaughter. Right. So it's very touching. I feel as if I was Buzz Lightyear. I feel as if I was missing out on everything because you know you you just come back for these big moments but where's all the in between you know i would feel lonely is what i'm saying yeah i still didn't get the significance of buzz trying that mission over and over i uh, just couldn't i just couldn't really connect it like what, what he's trying to achieve he's trying to see if he can achieve um light speed or faster than light speed i guess to um to get them home to get it to get them out of the planet but every time his mission was unsuccessful 
And while he was there, you know, he was introduced to a really cute, right, robotic cat. Socks is uh-huh. his name. I mean, personally, I think everybody agree he like steals the whole movie. Right, he was the cutest thing. The instant he came on screen, I think I whispered, I went over to Sean, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with this character." And it's crazy how there's so many characters on screen, but then a robotic cat steals the show. Socks, <coughs> you're inhibiting my visual. Oh, sorry. Is this better? Negative. Okay. Uh, how about this? I think it was funny because to me, like Buzz was trying to save everybody right on yeah. the planet, but then very soon after he tried a few times on the, the hyperspeed. You know, a lot of people either died or aged or were too, you know, they're too old to travel. Right. I was like, I wonder what the motivation afterwards. True, was. yeah. I think he felt as if it was his fault that they're stuck on this new planet. So I think he's trying his best to just undo or fix his mistakes. So mm. that's what he's trying. But yes, yeah, so because he's, you know, away in space and time has passed, you know, by the time he comes back, it has already been 62 years, right? And then Socks, his robotic friend, kind of like cracked the code. You know, the the cat figure out the correct ratio, right, of each um, field that they needed. Yeah, because so, uh, the before the Buzz goes on a, another mission, you know, another try of the hyperspace, he, you know, the Socks was like, "Hey, Buzz, can I do something for you?" And then Buzz was like, "Okay, why don't you just uh, do like this calculation, trying to figure out if there's a perfect." ratio to make this work and he yeah. was just kind of giving that just something for the socks to do right. and then he and, and buzz just went on a mission and time travel for like many many years and then when he came back socks figured it out because this whole time many many years socks was calculating that and so buzz took that new crystal right with the correct composition and tested out and it was successful he Finally, Ray were able to achieve faster than light speed. But when he came back to the same planet after that, so 22 years have passed by. And once he went to the back to the planet, it was invaded by robots and also a new villain named Zerg. Yeah, and it's, a, it's the same character from the Toy Story 2, the Zerg. Yeah. He had the, the nemesis of the bud. So that made sense to me and the kind of visual kind of matched too. Right. And the whole time in the movie, I was like, oh, the Zerg is Buzz's dad. Because that's right. what it was explained on Toy Story 2. Right. Because they were trying to do a parody of Star Wars back then. Right? The Empire Straight mm-hmm. Back. I am your father. So when Buzz was there trying to figure out what's going on, Buzz was introduced to the new colony's defense force. Right? And then one of them end up to be Alicia's granddaughter izzy so i i, I like the how the, uh, the the granddaughter had the resemblance of the, the grandmother yeah he the buzz almost thought it was uh his uh you know partner because right. yeah. they look so a lot so much alike buzz alicia oh, oh no that's my grandmother i'm izzy izzy i thought it was kind of funny because they don't even they're not even qualified to be you know, um, to be in a mission, they're all amateurs, right? Yeah, they're all volunteers. <laughs> they're volunteers. And what about you? Well, I thought this was going to be like a fun boot camp workout thing. <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> Did I get it? Pretty close. <laughs> I guess because the new commander, Burnside, had shut down the program. And so they don't have any actual qualified astronauts. So then they team up and their plan was to destroy Zerk 
spaceship, right? So which in turn will deactivate all the robots that were there to free up um, the colony. But then Zerg himself came and capture Buzz and bring Buzz back to the spaceship, which give us the plot twist, right, of the movie. Which, did you see it coming? No, I, I mean, I didn't, no, I didn't see it coming because... I I thought it's gonna be his dad, the Zerg, was yeah. uh, he's going to be his dad, and even he was like, "Dad," when the uh, Zerg face mask opened up, but it was himself right. from the future. Yeah, so it was an older Buzz featuring an older Socks, right? And Socks was kind of felt, felt kind of bad because Socks was kind of falling apart on the side uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, it was an older uh, Buzz, an al- alternative version of Buzz who had achieved this hyperspeed, you know, who had escaped a Burnside and left, and who went to the far future, apparently, and found this spaceship. He said he found this uh, abandoned vessel, right? And he kind of took on that persona of Zerg and, uh, and been traveling. But he was running out of the hyperspeed crystal, like his crystal was low on feel. So his plan was to go back and find the current version of Buzz to steal his hyperspace fuel. It's all complicated. Yeah, just yeah. Because in the beginning, the whole point, to me, it looks like what, what the uh, the whole movie was achieved was to get the hyperspeed work, right? Right. And then now it changed to, I guess, this destroying the, uh, the Zerg's uh, spaceship all of a yeah. sudden in the middle of the movie. And I, that's where I kind of got a little bit, I don't know, a little bit discouraged. Yeah. Because usually what I want is like set the uh, the ultimate goal of the end of what's going to happen or what's going to get resolved in the movie. But then if that changes in the middle like that, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, that, that's where I got a little bit kind of, right. I don't know, underwhelmed. Yeah, so the whole point is that Zerg, the old Buzz, right? What he wanted was to be able to get enough feel to go back in time to before they even landed on this alien planet in the first place. And that's how he feels if he can fix this mistake and they can all find their way home. Wait a minute, wouldn't that only just create the alternate universe? Right, right? you would think. Mm -hmm. You would think. Right, but then the current Buzz, the young Buzz, I was confusing, the young Buzz realized that if he does that, then everybody, right, you know, would not exist. Like everybody from the point of them landing on the planet would not exist. So his friend, Alicia, would not have met, you know, her significant other. And then his son would have been born. If his son wasn't been born, then Izzy hasn't been born and he you know, been teaming up with Izzy for this whole mission. He got to know Izzy. And so he I realized, see. So you know, they're going off from more of uh, back to the future kind of uh, right. theory of the, the how the time paradox would work, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it kind of made me think too, you know, like if you, you know, a lot of time I feel uh, if, if I only can go back in time and did this instead, you know, like I always think about, what if I didn't, because I don't know if you guys know me, but I, I mentioned it before. I always think about what if, you know, I didn't take a few years off of college and then went to college when I was supposed to, you know what I mean? And if I did that and I was like, oh, what if I go back in time and change that? But then if I did that, then I would never have met Sean. And if I never met Sean, I wouldn't have my wonderful kid, Ryan and Kate. So it's just very complicated, you know? Hmm. <laughs> and so... 
So it made me think a little bit, I think, when when that scene was happening. So Yeah, same. <laughs> I always wonder, huh, well, what's my life to be if I stayed in Japan instead? Right, yeah. But then I wouldn't have met you. So. Exactly. We wouldn't have been here recording this podcast together. So, <laughs> so yeah, Buzz refused to give the old Buzz <laughs> the crystal because he didn't want to wipe out the current timeline, right? Um, so and then Hem and his new comrades were able to destroy the ship. Mm-hmm. But um, the... Zerg, the old Buzz, was able to get the crystal. I know this is like a lot here. And Buzz kind of blasts a crystal and have like a big explosion. And I think that's where you kind of fell asleep a little bit. Oh, you saw me sleeping? Yeah, uh-huh. there's a picture to prove it. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when so with the fuel gone, right? So Buzz had to land back on the planet, and then the new commander, Burnside, arrested him. So I thought, oh no, what's gonna happen? But then Burnside, what he did was just telling Buzz to kind of revive the the Star Command program and then and then had him in charge, right? And then he was saying you can pick any one of these candidates, right? And they look all qualified and buff. And I was like, where were they before? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but he decided to stick with the new recruits that he'd been having this fun adventure with instead. So yeah, him and his new team kind of just went off into space together for a new adventure and that kind of that's where it's left off and then we did not see the post credit scene but when i did my research later one of the post credit scene that you saw was that zerg because after the explosion you really don't know what happened to him but it kind of show at the end that zerg is alive you know which kind of probably set up for a sequel if there is one what I was hoping, to be honest, at the end was they somehow tied in to the Toy Story. You know, like maybe they show Andy watching it at the end or, you know, something to just make me feel a little bit more nostalgic than just having a one-liner saying, this is the movie that Andy watched and yeah, that was it. Yeah, because when you watch the Toy Story, I think the appeal, the what, what they're trying to target, the appeal for the uh, the adult audience is the nostalgic feeling, right? Yeah. When they watch the Toy Story, they're trying to remember uh, all the memories when they were little, how they're playing with toys. You just don't get that with this kind of futuristic setting of the, uh, the Lightyear movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, it just too looks modern. I don't feel any connection with my childhood memory. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's probably also the kind of missing key to it too. Right. And then you're going to tell me, okay, Socks was my favorite character. You're going to tell me that Andy wasn't in love with Socks and only Buzz Lightyear? I mean, think about it. The kids only can buy and get one <laughs> toy from Christmas. Usually. That's how I grew up. So okay, but... You have to pick. You have to either pick Socks or Buzz Lightyear. But if this was his favorite movie of all time and over the years for next christmas for a birthday he couldn't have gotten socks and then on top of that none of the other space rangers like izzy wasn't one of them or you know a buzz's best friend alicia like none of them like just and i get it i mean obviously toy story was made before this but I feel like as if they they could have tied it in better. Yeah, because when you look at the uh, Toy Story two, you see a full the shelf full of Buzz, but then you don't see any 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 other toys, right? Yes. I see a package and package of Buzz, 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 Buzz. 
And that's it. So it looks like that's the selection of the toy. And we, we're in the toy business, so we know that it's just not not likely, you know. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on, I mean, we said a lot already, but what did you thought? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Do you recommend? Do you? Uh, I'd say watch. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be available on Disney+. Plus. You yeah. know? So if you subscribe to Disney+, Plus, you should watch it. Yeah. Just because it's a new movie. I, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. Yeah. To the theater. Ryan said he'd give it a B plus. Um, oh, I that's pretty probably, high. Yeah, I would probably give it a B. I mean, I liked it, but I feel as if it was a little bit like 30 minutes too long. And it's not something that I feel I could take Emma and Kate. You know, they might be interested in 10 or 20 minutes of the movie and the rest of the movie. I'm pretty sure they're going to tell me when is it over. To infinity and beyond. That's Hello. E- oh. Hello. That's ET. This is ET. <laughs> that's, that's what they did. Was, they did that in the movie. Did they oh, not? They, oh, okay. Yes. I, I was. I thought. I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> they did this. His, his, and his best friend. They always do this. To infinity. Oh, okay. It's not. Come on, come on. Friend. <laughs> beyond. <laughs> Okay, anyway. okay, I'm sorry. I was so confused. I was like, that's E.T. When I watch Up from Pixar, True. I could not even speak yeah. after the movie. Yeah. I watched the before the Up was started showing. There was a, the short movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. the play before Up, and yeah. I was already crying my eyeballs out. So. Right. so yeah, that is our thought and opinions and feelings on the new Lightyear movie. Yeah, let us know if you agree, disagree. What's your favorite part of the movie? And so on and so forth. All right. So the next part is obviously the sticky word of the day, which is movie. Because it's about, you know, watching the movie. So you can go first. Movie in Japanese is? Eiga. 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 Yeah, this is easy, right? Yeah. This is easier. Eiga. Mm -hmm. Eiga. Okay, great. Um, the, The word for movie in Vietnamese is film. Film? Whoa. Film. Film? Yeah. Yeah, film. Does it come with uh, from English? Yes. Oh, that's why. Yes. I guess there isn't a Vietnamese actual word, so they borrowed it from the American word or whatever language Uh the word film came from. So, yeah, at least you can say the Vietnamese one. I think it's easy. And yours is... Wait, wait, wait. Ega. Yeah, that's right. Yay! All right. Thank you so much for watching the Stick With Kaji podcast. If you like it, give us a big thumbs up for now. Bye. See you next Saturday. Have a fantastic day.